everyone. I am Brandon Liu, Brandon Liu, and with me, Alicia, and we are in the belly of the beast. We're back again with another episode. Oh my goodness, it is blazing hot in the studio. Oh, <laughs> I languish in the studio. We, we are heated. We, we uh, have... Much like the food we beasts consume, we are slowly being cooked. Aha. Aha. I see what you did there. Butumt. Butumt. Like, is there, is there, is it just puns when a woman does it? Like, when I do it, it's, you know, it's dad jokes. But, but, but is it just, like, puns? I know. Is I, mom joke a thing? There is a troll mom. Troll, troll mom, mom exists. There's troll dad and there's troll mom. Oh, okay. That's cute. Yeah. I was unfamiliar with that. Oh, you didn't troll know about troll mom? Well, I'm not exactly a dad. Troll mom is a whole thing that's separate from troll dad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, it's a different type of trollery. Okay, that 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 <laughs> I, I really was unaware. That cool, good to know. Troll yeah. mom, right? This is it down. old school internet stuff. Oh, like this is old news. Sorry, I was on uh, Piccolo. I'm a I'm a cucumber. That was my old school internet. I'll show you that one day. <laughs> yeah. I wish you could see the confusion on my face, people. Oh, I was confused with Troll Mom. It's all right. Yeah. yeah but, it's, uh, but it's been a very hot day, a very hot two weeks. Uh, uh. New York City is blazing, and I'm only not complaining about it because people were complaining when it was raining a lot, and no one's ever happy. So, <laughs> uh. so I'm just going to let New York do whatever it wants to me, and I'll deal with it. Wow. Yeah. There's something heroic about that. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm, I, I don't claim to be a hero. I'm just one man trying to eat a dish <laughs> and, and, and talk about it to the world. One man with a beastly appetite. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all. consume these dishes. Does that make me a hero? Probably not. <laughs> You're not the hero food asked for. You're the hero food deserves. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But, it, but it's been a very hot two weeks, very hot summer. I'm not complaining. Uh, it's given us opportunities to go out and eat. Uh, and for the most part, I mean, this is, this is only our third episode. But Yes. Um, I just want to um, give a nice shout out to the listeners. We're only on episode three, but there's already just about 250 of you following us on Facebook. And so, hello, followers. Thank you Thank for joining you. our feast when we went out we've managed to escape the rain and yes and uh we we haven't suffered from heat stroke either oh it was so difficult um and, and uh this time we went out to a lovely place called uh bourbon street but before we get to that we have some news yes um we do have some news they're opening a new krispy kreme on 42nd street Yay! Yeah. Super excited about that. I'm really excited about this because I love donuts. Yeah, I like Krispy Kreme specifically. I yeah. try to I try to stay away from donuts. Um, however Don't we all? But but we we use the L I double R in Penn Station pretty often and there's a Krispy Kreme donut uh, uh, little station, little yeah. little store there. There's a Krispy Kreme donut 
sliver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this little pocket universe of Krispy Kreme in yeah. uh, Penn Station. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every now and then you got to stop by. Um, the last time we took the LIRR, we did not stop by Krispy Kreme, but that did not stop us from having some Krispy Kreme. Uh, yes, we- there was a very um, enthusiastic man on the train. Um, I blame our natural charisma. I think, I think it's because we're good Samaritans. The, the, yeah. the, the gentleman needed to use the train restroom. Uh, I believe it was, and asked us to ho- uh, not hold his bags, watch his bags in the seat, make sure nobody took it. Yes, and when he came back, I made a joke. I was just like, there were no thieves. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, ha, 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 that's actually very funny. Oh, I like you guys. Would you like my donut? And, and you know, it goes against everything I was raised against to accept food from, from strangers. strangers. Like, I used to be a little kid. You don't just accept uh, sweets from random people. Yeah, like, it's not even wrapped. It's just in a Krispy Kreme bag. But I, I accepted don't... <laughs> that sweet. But it's Krispy Kreme, and that's Something the thing. Something about it. You know, it could be drugs. And then I was reminded Krispy Kreme is drugs. Yo, but, like, if the <laughs> drugs... But, like, even if it is drugs, like, if the drugs are in the Krispy Kreme, is that truly a negative? Yeah, I... I I, I wouldn't be. Chris Rock is the one who said that Krispy Kreme is crack. There's got to be crack in there. Just a, mm. just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, yeah. it's got to be something because it's so easy to get hooked. Why is it crispy? Uh, I, I don't know. Is it crispy I, with crack? I, ooh, crispy crack? Okay. But uh, <laughs> Krispy Kreme is also updating their menu for the uh, first time in decades i don't know belly of the beast might have to pay them a visit oh yeah i'm definitely looking forward to their new establishment when it opens up uh i believe their i guess first test location is going to be in uh, north carolina but they're opening up these they're going to be opening up these uh uh uh, i guess new krispy creams all along 2020 uh all along 2020 as we mentioned uh, one of them will be in Times Square. So I am. That's the one I'm hyped. excited about. I am hype to try out new donuts, new whatever's on the menu, shakes. What it, yes. I don't know. Whatever they got. Whatever I'm you down. Want. You already have a loyal customer in me. If it's, it's lactose free, I'm down. Also, in the snackery department. Oh my God, yes. Um, Cheez-Its or Nabisco. Uh, I, I really don't know the company that owns Cheez-Its. Uh, but the Cheez-It people. Is partnering with House Wine, the boxed wine company. Actually, yeah. Cheez-Its are owned by the Kellogg Company. Kellogg Company. There we go. So, wow. Or should I say Kellogg is partnering with House Wine. To I was present, so excited by this. Uh, to present a combo box. Wine and cheese, first of all, is a gourmet pairing. So this is on the nose as fuck. For Cheez-Its to be pairing with boxed wine. It's like a trashy version of gourmet eating. And I just love that, Cheez-Its. Good job. I like Cheez-Its. I like wine. As a low-budget bitch, this appeals to me. <laughs> Do so, so we drink wine together fairly often. I, I'm, I'm not particularly brand loyal. I like to try out different things. Um, different wines, different flavors, and uh, but we do have wine together. House wine is not like the specific brand. House wine is not something that I've, I've come had across. Before. I've, yeah. I've come across it, but I've never picked up some for myself. I've never even seen it. 
Oh, I've definitely seen it, but I have not picked it up. Wow. Um, we should give it a try. But see, that's the thing. Now, now I'm willing to give this a try. Um, that said, I have a question for you, and I guess How I have can a question. You have surprise questions for me. We're it's partners. not a surprise question. Um, we. Well, we do, we, we drink wine together, but I know you also drink wine on your own. I drink wine on my own. What, what snacks do you find yourself eating the most when you are drinking wine? Oh, wow. Well, mostly I, I find myself having wine paired with like bar food because I usually like get wines at dinner in bars. But when I'm at home, I love to pair wines with a nice dessert. Okay. No, no, but what's what kind of snack? Like I don't like I, I I've been in your home. I don't see cheese it's here often. Yeah. What 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 snack or or do you not snack? Do you just... I don't usually snack when I drink my wine. I just drink it or I have dessert with it. Like mm. I like to feel decadent when I'm having my wine, so I'll have like a piece of cheesecake. Okay. It's cool. my favorite cool. thing to do actually. Uh I feel that um <coughs> when I find myself snacking with wine, uh, I'm also, I guess, a decadent dessert kind of person. And, and, and yeah. I'm lying when I say decadent. It's the image I create in my head, but it's not actually true. Uh, uh, I'm probably having some ice cream. I'm yeah. probably having wine and ice cream. It, it goes well for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and so... Uh, you need but to I, make like a wine sherbet. I've never done wine and cheese, though. I know that's like a classic pairing. It is a that classic goes, pairing. That... You know, that's not anything, especially like Cheez-Its. Like, uh, I've never done Wisin and Cheez-Its, no. and I've never done Wisin and, and Cheez-Its. I've um, done wine and, like, cheese plates at these annoying corporate parties. So I've had wine and cheese together. I'm not a fan of the cheese plate. But the cheese plate is whack, and it's not even the greatest cheese. Like, why brie? Why not something sharp? Why these, like, pale, limp-wristed cheeses? <laughs> like, give me something with some bite to it with some rah. But see, you have, you, you like cheese. I do and like cheese. so you cheese. have preferences on your cheese plate. I'm not really even a cheese guy. God, those cheese plates. I, I went on, uh, I, was, I was working with this podcast, Comicsverse. And, but before I had actually joined, I guess this was like the interview or the introduction to what their company uh, mission or goal would be and so we went to this one place I don't remember the name of it but the gentleman who was I guess offering the job uh, had ordered a cheese plate hmm. and I'd never seen anyone actually order a cheese plate before I was like oh this is a thing and then are we getting I didn't know it was a thing either it was so weird and and also I think I do associate it with I guess a certain amount of like fanciness yeah uh, uh, when you get Assortment of cheeses. As soon as you order the cheese plate, I, something in me is just like, oh, this is a event. This is the level of fancy. Okay. All the Got more, it. All the more reason that I was confused that I was getting this, like, for like a comic book podcast. It's like the comic book people are having cheese. Why are we that doing seems, this? I don't know. But um, I think one of the. Are you guys gentlemen? Uh, well, I, I fancy myself uh, being a gentleman. I, I, I believe I, I... You should just see him sparkling at me, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's just throwing out so much radiance. He just, like, he, he sat up a little straighter when he said that. Yes, yes. There Pinkies was some, up all day. There was some uh, 
There's some manly pride there. <laughs> but what what I guess along with I don't want to say I was disappointed that we're getting a cheese plate as much as I was surprised. <sighs> but I um I guess I was confused a little bit because one of the cheeses was like blue cheese. I'm like, wait, you mean the salad dressing? What? Like, like like that's Okay, first of all. <laughs> Blue cheese is not just for salad dressing. It is a perfectly respectable cheese. <laughs> but it was a cheese spread, I guess. Yeah, but it so feels it like, it why like, is blue cheese here? Is this like the low budget cheese spread? Like, it was like, it was like it, so. It's like you look up and there's cheddar on your cheese plate. It's like, well, I'm happy to see you, but like, what? Do you remember that Boondocks episode when, and if you don't, then I'm sorry I brought it up. But there, there's a Boondocks episode where. Um, Grandpa uh, Freeman had invited uh, Mr. Wunsler, the owner of the house, because the bank owns their Not house. Mr. Wunsler. They, they invite Mr. Wunsler over to the yes. house, and uh, it was, boy, bring out the good cheese. Yes. And he brought boy, out Velveeta. Not or Velveeta. It was it was Velveeta or, uh, I forget the other one. But didn't he like it, the young son? And Wunsler, didn't he like the Velveeta? It was Velveeta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they had two choices. Like We, we had Velveeta. I don't remember, but that's the thing I was thinking about. We got Velveeta and Crackle Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hold on. So you got blue cheese on this spread. You know, you got, to me, it was like salad dressing. It was like, so you got cheese it, like cheese whiz on here too. You got Velveeta oh my God. on here. You like, out here thinking low of the cheese plate. <laughs> my goodness. Do you, do you hear what he's revealing? He went through that whole aside so that he could tell me that he thought that the cheese plate was ain't shit. Continue. I, I just, I, I just, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Yep. I An just, ain't shit cheese plate. You said what you said. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Bourbon Street. Yes, yeah, so let's talk let's, about let's where we went. Let's shift off of the crappy cheese plates. Um, now, I like cheese. I, I stumbled upon this by accident, but you had actually been here before. Yes. Uh, tell me about your previous experience before. Um, my previous experience at Bourbon Street was really great. I went for my sister's birthday. Um, she ordered the gumbo. I got... Something that I can't even remember, but I did really enjoy. Maybe a steak. Everybody enjoyed their food. It went off without hitch. We liked the music. We liked the Mardi Gras vibe. It was a successful night. We departed. We went home. I remember the desserts being good. I think it was her 21st birthday, so I was much too young to be ordering drinks. Couldn't judge them. It. I had a nice time. And because it was Creole-style food and um, they were doing, like, a Mardi Gras theme, I thought it was a place that you would very much like because you're into, like, exotic, different foods. I did Cajun food. Yeah. Uh, I I do. I likes it. I likes it a a bunch. I don't have a ton of experience with it. I don't want to make myself seem like someone who, who... uh, has spent a lot of time in these restaurants, but I have an interest in uh, yeah. restaurants like that. I feel weird about it because, like, Cajun food is, like, black people food, and I don't have a lot of Cajun food at all. Like, I, my roots are very strongly Southern. I am Cajun food. And, I mean, Cajun is Southern, but it's just, like, I'm I'm doing other stuff. I'm I think, I surprised think some of by that, it. 
I think some of that, though, is coming from, even though your roots are Southern, um, your family's been in New York for quite a bit. Yeah. And once you distance yourself geographically from where your roots may be, your your family starts to bring up their own flavor and their own taste and form their own, I guess, palate identity. Because I can say the same thing as a Puerto Rican. Like, yeah. I definitely have uh, uh, some foods that were regular in the household that are custom in a Latin household. But also, my family has been in New York for a long time. And yes, so, he, his family brags about it. They're just like, we Taurus have been here for a hundred years. <laughs> so it's a, it's a century's worth of time. Your dad would, has bragged about it. Has he? Your dad has bragged about it. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that he was bragging. But, but we've been here for a long time, so in that regard... My father, while he definitely made some uh, Puerto Rican, you know, Latin American dishes, um, he also just straight up made American food. You know, we no. we had wild rice in our house. Wild rice isn't something that's uh, of wild rice you know good, Latin, man. you know, Latin descent. You know, uh, mac and cheese, steak, broccoli. You know, my mother would make sweet potatoes. Uh, uh, there's there's definitely a shift, you know, uh, you know, every now and then I see the memes of like foods that you see in Puerto Rican households that I've never had before. Oh. So, so it's like, Oh, okay. That's, that's what I missed out on. Like okay, what? Cool. I'd be, I can't even, I can't even say. I put uh, them on the spot and it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, man, whatever. I never had Sancocho. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh my. It's like, it's like, all right, I know I can think of something quick. I'm on the spot. All right, here we go. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I, I can understand that. Oh, according to the internet, sancocho is a traditional soup in several Latin American cuisines. Variations represent popular national dishes in, the, in Puerto Rico, Honduras, Ecuador, Colombia, Cuba, Panama, the Dominican Republic, and Venezuela. It usually consists of large pieces of meat, tubers, potatoes, and vegetables in a broth. Okay, so basically it's a bomb ass soup. Oh, yeah. I make a soup that's kind of like that when you're sick. Like looking at the pictures, there's a big ass corn cob floating in it. Like you know the mm. you know the the pumpkin soup that I make you when you're sick? I no. feel like what do you mean no? <laughs> I don't I don't remember. Healing ass soup that I make this morning. I'm sure it's great, but I was also probably very feverish and I couldn't uh, you know, I can't the- be expected to remember these things. Soap I make you rump. <laughs> anyway, so I feel like every person from an island has some variation of something that is basically sancocho. And so the Jamaican version of this is pumpkin soup. And it's not actually pumpkin. It's some form of... I'm not even, like, sure. It's some tuber. Okay. But it's it's related to pumpkin, but it's not a pumpkin. It's right. No, I get it. And, it's and, weird. And my father makes uh, sachichon soup. Yes, I love yes. his father's sachichon soup. Um, but but basically, we 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 got all sidetracked there. But I was yeah. basically saying that I relate to the idea of you know feeling weird about yes, my roots are here, but I don't. I'm not really familiar with this food myself. Yeah. Um, uh, this is my first time going here. Uh, yeah. So I was very excited. How was your overall impression? 
uh, showing up. It looked very nice. It looked very festive and homey. Um, you know, you walk in and there is a dining area, a bar area. And if you look outside, uh, from outside, you could even see that there's a rooftop bar. Yep. Um, so I was. They offer Sunday brunch. They, they offer the Sunday brunch. Uh, and when, host events. When we sat down. Yeah, exactly. When we sat down, there was an event next to us. I don't know yeah, if someone was getting married birthday. or a. Birthday. There was a bouquet. You saw it was a, bo- a birthday. A birthday. I was like, okay. It's like, oh, bouquet. Okay, that that means wedding. It was <laughs> someone got married and and then decided, no, all right, now everybody, no, Bourbon no. Street. It's like we couldn't afford to have this wedding in Nolan, <gasps> so let's uh shade. And I knew it was coming. You see, I tried to head this off, and the shade just came out anyway. I love you, baby. Keep going. You know what? That You're wasn't beautiful. intended to be shade, man. It was still shady. You're a lovely man. Yo, we can't. I can't be having these destination weddings, <sighs> and there's people who do it. And good for y'all. Uh, I will also go to Bourbon Street instead of actually fly to New Orleans uh, because that's 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 not in my wedding budget. I will be Instagramming <laughs> at a high level from our destination honeymoon. Oh, oh will be Instagramming like the gnarliest biatch from our just destination honeymoon. City Hall. That's uh, <laughs> we fly in a city hall. I'm like deep breathing through this part of the conversation. Yeah, this got very intimate about where our relationship <laughs> is headed unexpectedly. Anyway, so um, but, but my, but we I, were adventurous this time when we got there. Well, yeah. All right. So Alicia had been here before, as already stated. My first time there, once again, as already stated. Um, Alicia did give me some recommendations about things that I'd be, you know, that I should consider uh, trying. They have gumbo there. Um, Which he likes and, and actually I, and introduced like me to. Um, and so so there was a lot of things there that I was familiar with. There was some ribs, obviously some burgers in a place like this because it's very, uh, uh, it's I won't, it's not a dive, but it's very, it's bar food, very comfortable. It's, it's comfort food. Yeah. So, you know, they got burgers, sandwiches, all that, a lot of things that I'm familiar with, but I was feeling adventurous. And so was I, oddly enough. I'm not adventurous. And no, I always, I'm always up for trying new things. Sometimes that'll bite me in the butt. Um, w- the first thing that we ordered, uh, and that was our appetizer, we got gator bites. Yes. Now, this is not my first time having uh, gator. This I think- was my first time having gator. This is my first time having gator in this form. I think the last time I had gator was like in a sandwich at a... Uh, Rock uh, at a rock festival in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Uh, there was a wrestling event. I was part of the event. I was not there. And uh, <laughs> this was a couple years ago. Food trucks, and um, there was a there was a gator sandwich that I had me some of. Ugh. Enjoyed it. So I had wow. to get me. I, I I had to get the the gator bites this time. Yeah. What'd you think of the gator? I thought that the gator was interesting. I thought that. W- I, I, unfortunately, I thought that it wasn't evenly cooked was my major problem with it. The parts that were well done were just so soft and succulent, and they tasted like almost like a gamier version of chicken. And the parts that were, there were parts that were over fried, though, and those were very chewy and very tough and hard to get through. And I, I really liked the battering on the outside. I thought that the seasoning was very subtle on the gator. I expected it to be more 
heavily seasoned. It was very light, very gentle, but it wasn't an even cook. And so the ones that were well cooked were really nice. And the ones that weren't were a little too tough. I get that. No, when I was biting into it, I definitely got a, uh, I compared it to a gizzard. Like, uh, yeah. if, you, if you're one who eats gizzard, then you would know what I'm talking about. And if you just stay away from gizzard and, you know, you think it's gross and have never had it before. I respect that. You know, I respect that. But it's, uh, Your stuffing it's is kind not of this, though. it's kind of, it's kind of gummy. Um, a little but, gummy. But it wasn't as tough to me. Like, I didn't feel the inconsistencies you were talking about. Um, cause I had an easier time eating all of them than I ever did with like gizzard. What, what I liked about it, even from the very beginning, it almost looked like a flower bouquet. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was, it was this, uh, breaded, you know, it like was, tempura batter. Yeah. Like it almost looked like popcorn chicken and it, it came popcorn out. Gator. Yeah. It's popcorn gator. And so it looked very pretty when it came out. And then uh, we devoured it. Now, here's the here's one of the problems we had. And I discovered this very early, early as we were eating it. We arrived to the restaurant kind of stuffed already. I didn't even realize that I was uh, that I wasn't hungry. I was doomed from the outside. <laughs> like, I've never had this situation before. Um you know, we, we went out to eat because we wanted to go out to eat. And, of course, we went out to eat for all of you beautiful people. I've never been out to a restaurant uh, while not hungry. Or normally when, if I'm not hungry but I'm at a restaurant, I might, you know, just order drinks. But, you know, we, we, we had to order something. We, we, you know, had to give you guys your, your lovely episode that we're presenting to you now. Yes. So, uh I started eating these gator bites, could not finish. No, they had already given us, first of all, they had already plied us with these, with this delicious bread basket, yes. which Luke mostly touched. didn't touch. Yeah. I am weak for bread baskets. If you give me a freaking bread basket, I'm diving into that bread basket. It's a trap. I fell in. Yum, bread. Um, they also had this, they had clearly made the bread freshly in house. Some of it was warm. Some of it was cold. And they had this wonderful pecan butter Mm. and the pecan butter almost tasted like it had like maple running through it because it was oddly sweet, but it was delicious in this bread. So they had this beautiful bread. I believe they plied us with salads and then that we came got with the meals. No, the gator came first, I believe. The I think, salads came before the meals. Yes, but the gator, the gator was appetizer and the salad was a side with the meal. So first we got the gator that we didn't get. Then they gave us these nice like little green green salad. Yeah. Nothing nothing particularly special, but they were it was fresh, well, you it was know. a full plate. But it was salad. a full plate. Yeah, it was a big plate. So and I managed to get through that easy. By the time the salad arrived, I was already just looking at Lewis, and I was just like, "They, we Americans really eat too much food. Yeah. And even I can see that looking from the inside out, because after the bread and the gator bites and the salad, I was ready for dessert. And I had not received the meal yet. 
I was full though. I, I I was definitely feeling it from the gator bites, and I knew to stop. Um, thankfully, our our waitress and our server they were all very attentive there. The service there was very nice. Um, but uh, you know, I I wouldn't let them know. I can't finish this. Can we put this in a plastic? And they're like, Oh yeah, sure. You know, I know it's a lot of food, and then you saving the yourself for the. The waitress was so patient. Yeah, super cool. Um. You know, so I, I enjoyed myself there, uh, but I just couldn't, yes. you know, at this point I was able to, I was able to get through the salad mainly because my body was craving, uh, uh greens. I think yes. I couldn't, I couldn't get through the gator. It was too heavy for what I needed. It was definitely a little greasy and but my only body a little greasy it. in its defense. It wasn't gross. No, no, it not just gross at all. was fried. Yes. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. I enjoyed it, but I my body said can't eat all of this right now. But once the salad came, I devoured that. Yeah, but that still wasn't even like the last of it before we got to the meal because we also had the sweet potato fries, which we, we didn't, didn't even, even touch. touch. I ate two of those <laughs> fries and they were so good and they were well done and they were crisp. They could have used a little bit more salt, but they leave that on the table for your discretion. They were perfect. I just couldn't fit them. And, and I felt so bad about that because here's the thing. I, I love, didn't. We ate them later. Oh, yeah, we did. I, I like sweet potato fries. Uh, if you give me the option of what kind of potato I want and sweet potato fries are the option, that's probably the one I'm going with. If the, if it's not an option, I'm probably going to choose mashed potato. Yeah. Um, but, but I like sweet potato fries. I feel like I don't get to have them very often, and so I like to indulge. I'm secretly a wedges girl. I'm weak for, like, potato wedges. If okay. I look on your menu and I secretly see that there are potato wedges, I'm going to get that. Understood. Yeah. I get that. Because something, people treat potato wedges slightly differently than french fries. Mm-hmm. They're more seasoned potato wedges. Usually when you get potato wedge in a, wedges in a restaurant, the restaurant has broken out the Lowry seasoned salt, and that alone makes the potato wedges like worth it. I think the thing that I feel <laughs> bad about isn't necessarily that I ordered the sweet potato uh, fries because I don't feel bad about that so much as I feel bad that I couldn't eat it uh, at that moment. While they were fresh. Because when we had them the next day... They were just soft. I had microwaved them. And when I microwave them and they're not the flavor or the texture, I should say, less the, less the flavor, more the texture that I would normally enjoy them in, then I feel like I got to put ketchup on them. Now, there's nothing wrong with putting ketchup on your fries. I'm not going to, like, give a hot take. You know, like, what? Ketchup on fries is bad. But normally, if, you're, if your fries are really good, I don't even need a topping for them. Yeah. Like, like, I like toppings. I like cheese fries. I like ketchup on my fries. I, you know, chili fries. I don't, I don't care. I like fries, and I like things on my fries. But if your fries are really good, I don't actually need anything on them. That's true. But uh, once they're microwave, nah, it's all right. Let's 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 break out a topping to make this a more palatable dish. Yeah, reheatability was low mm-hmm. for both of our fried dishes. The gator bites didn't survive well being warmed up either. Um, that's something you should just eat in house. So why don't you tell us about your dinner plate, love, love? Yeah, now I've been pretty positive. Uh oh, most of the time. Uh oh. <laughs> You know, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the gator. I know you had your feelings about it, but I enjoyed the gator. Um, 
for what it was. It's not. It's also not my favorite appetizer, but I don't think the gator was bad. I the just gator was, was my idea. I, I'm very proud of myself for getting something new. It was. It, it was an adventurous pick, and it was a good pick, and I liked it. Um, and I liked my salad. I already mentioned that. You know, nothing particularly special. It was just fresh, and 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 you know, they didn't cheap out on anything. You know. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I got a whole bunch of lettuce and then like two cherry tomatoes. Like, I am a know? fan of onions, <laughs> and that salad had quite a bit of them. Um, so there was nothing bad that I could really say until the main course. The main course is what was bad. Yikes. Now, see, and that's the thing. I don't want to say it was bad, but it was disappointing. Okay. Now I want to give you guys an example. I, I mean, I already gave you guys an example of what's, uh, you know, what's on the menu. You know, they got ribs, they got burgers, they got, uh, they got fish. I think they had catfish there. Um... There, there, there were plenty of options available for you. Comfort food, soups, salads, whatever you want to eat, they got it. Uh, po' boys. I ordered from the specials, which I find that I am doing fairly often now because I did that uh, last time at Taboon. You know, I like looking at the specials, seeing what you got. Yeah. And if it interests me or if it, you know, piques my curiosity, which is the same as interest, I'm being redundant, um... I'm, I'm going to order from the specials menu instead of the regular menu because something in my head says that if it's on the specials... It's got to be special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, No, I feel that because I've been... You pointed it out to me. I didn't even realize I've been gravitating toward house specials for the podcast because I figure if it's, if it's your house special, it's got to be good. If it is the special of this house, if yeah. it is not good... You would better believe I'm going to lower the boom in my review because you said this dish represented your establishment and then it sucked. Yeah. See, and I think that's the difference between the specials menu and the house special. Yeah. The house special is something that they'll make all the goddamn time. And they're just like, this is our signature dish. This is our house special. They're going to serve it to you and be like, yeah, say something. I Mm. dare you. (laughs) This is why people come here. This is the dish. But the specials menu itself... It's not the house special. It may not be their best meal, but I still look at it as, okay, the chef is flexing right now. He's going to, you know, whoever's back there is going to really just break out their skills. And I ordered after, uh, you know, all this hesitation, uh, a pork tenderloin. Mm. Uh, The pork tenderloin was seared and made, uh, it was served with an apple whiskey sauce but didn't have the char we'll we'll get there we'll get there (laughs) it was uh seared served with an apple whiskey sauce and smothered in apples and that piqued my curiosity i'm not someone who often eats baked apples or grilled apple or and like pork and apple is supposed to be this really like gourmet pairing yeah like i've had like pork belly with an apple jelly belly and jelly my my first time even hearing about anything pork and apple related was uh watching nick at night back in the day and there was a commercial for uh the brady bunch or maybe it was tbs i don't know what channel i want to say nick at night but it might not have been but there was like this uh clip that they played over and over again with i don't I don't know what Brady it is. I just know it ain't Tom Brady. Wayne Brady. I'm kidding. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about all the Bradys except for the Bradys that are actually in the Brady Bunch. But it was the, it was the it was the littlest Brady, uh, the littlest boy, and he was saying uh, pork chops and applesauce, and that was in my head, and it was like, all right, pork and apple, pork and apple sounds good. Pork tenderloin, all right. You know, I good. wonder if that's why they used to put the apple in the pig's mouth when they were spit roasting it. I don't know. Um, hmm. We'll look that up. Like if me. you already know, feel free to hit us up on yeah, Facebook, wait Twitter, on that. Instagram. Do, like, is it a juice thing? But anyway, okay, so tell us about it. But um, I was very disappointed with this meal, though. Yes. Um, my first instinct, maybe it's because, like, I was naturally gravitating to the salad. My first instinct was to go after the apple. Uh, and I'm not a fan of baked apple, like, you know, but I wanted to give it a shot. You know, it was all right. It was whatever. And... Then I started going after the pork tenderloin uh, on its own. And my first bites initially were actually pretty positive. Yeah, um, I liked it. My, 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 initial, my initial bite into it, uh, you know, it had this crispy char that you were asking for. You're asking, you know, the how's char. the char? Where's the char? It was definitely some char there. And that was cool, you know. But then I start going into more of the tenderloin and texturally, you know, it was moist, mm. but I wasn't really tasting much. Yeah. The flavors were very subtle in your tenderloin. I do have to say that. No, but see, here's the thing. It wasn't completely subtle. There was definitely a taste, but all I was tasting really was smoke. It was a smoky taste. And I don't know if they use liquid smoke while making this. Uh, I don't know what they seasoned it with. But it feels like, aside from the 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 whiskey sauce, and I guess the 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 char, all I was really getting was this smoky taste, which so after a couple of bites was actually really annoying. Oh no! Did it feel under seasoned to you? I I, I want to say yes. Like I was confused because here's the thing: I can't say it was dry. It was moist. It was it cut real easy. It wasn't a tough piece of meat. It, it's literally tenderloin, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a tenderloin, you know. Uh, and so I was able to cut through it easy. It was juicy, but all I could taste out of this was like this smoky taste. And it only started to get fixed once I started eating the apple and the pork together, like putting both pieces in my mouth. It was definitely a meat that was intended to uh, uh, work together. I know that there are pairings that, you know, they complement each other well, but this was more to me than complementing each other. To me, it was... They were dependent on one Yes, another. it was absolutely dependent on one another because without it, without the apple, not even the apple whiskey, like you needed the apple pieces itself. Without the apple pieces, the pork tenderloin was lacking, and I was actually very disappointed. Wow. And, you know, it's very interesting because my first experience with pork and apple was, in fact, a jelly. And I do think in this instance, a jelly would have been better so that, you could, so that the chef could have spread it over the tenderloin so that you didn't miss it as you were cutting into it. Because with those large chunks of apple, you can elect to eat them separately and it's not to your benefit. Right. Okay. Um, how was your, yours? Did you find that your uh, 
your dish was satisfactory? I was very pleased with my <laughs> dish. I got the jambalaya. And the jambalaya was like a surprise for me because I didn't realize how similar it was to gumbo. I've made gumbo before. In fact, uh, Louis and I have made gumbo together. And I call it very fondly our love gumbo because we made it with great love. She's blushing right now. (laughs) She's turned away from the microphone. She's laughing to herself. We we do call it the love, or should I say, she calls it the love gumbo, and I co-sign you by it. You call it the love gumbo, too. <laughs> I will co-sign oh. with the love gumbo. So anyway, so it tasted a lot like our love gumbo, which makes me think highly of our love gumbo, because, uh-huh, it was good. And so really, jambalaya seems to just be gumbo served over rice, which is fine. I love things served over rice. It was... The flavors were very bold. They were very tomato-based. If you've never had a gumbo, it's a tomato-based dish. Um, the peppers were bright, and the flavors were like fireworks on, on the tongue. The chicken was, it was chicken breast, first of all. It was chopped chicken breast. It was very succulent and tender and juicy. It wasn't dry at all. The sauce really also helped it to absorb a lot of flavors. It's the andouille sausage had such a deep and rich depth of flavor that really played off of the lighter notes in the chicken. The shrimp just gave it that little just burst of salt and freshness in the background. I really enjoyed it. Um, I felt that the flavors were robust. I thought that it was spicy. Yeah, that's the thing you pointed out to me. It wasn't really a complaint, but it seemed like you were surprised by it. I was surprised by it because when I first tasted the jambalaya, it wasn't spicy initially, but the spice is very well built into it. It builds gradually, and as you eat it, it, it is like climbing a mountain. Eating it is more challenging as you go along because the spice like students' grades are often cumulative. Oh. Yeah. Bam. Applying for teaching jobs. Yeah, I was going to say, look at you tying in uh, the the work life with the podcast life. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I really enjoyed the jambalaya. Um, Since we've been doing this for this episode, on a reheatability, it was very reheatable. (laughs) The jambalaya held up well. Um, it, traveling home, it warmed up well in the fridge. Uh, the flavors had more, even more time to meld. I truly enjoyed it. That was an unplanned segment, the reheatability segment. I like the reheatability segment. I think that we should continue. <laughs> we will revisit this. Let in us the know what you think, audience. <laughs> our reheatability segment. It's tough for me because normally I finish my meals. But as I said, we walked in there with uh, semi-full bellies already. I don't even know what I ate. To our appetites were not beastly. No, they were not. It was. It was was lacking in. Yeah. In uh, beast behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we got home, and after a full day, we had dessert from. Bourbon Street. We took yes. home a Snickers cheesecake to go. Yes, we did. What did uh, you think of it? I thought it was all right. 
He was very careful to cut the cheesecake in half this time so that I couldn't complain about him over-devouring the dessert. Yes, if you listen to episode two, <laughs> uh, you will hear that there was a statement made about my... Uh... There was a statement made. That's how you know he's mad about something I said. <laughs> there was. It would be like, oh, there was, there was an accusation levied. <laughs> there was a uh, statement I'm not saying made. it was an inaccurate statement. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying such accusations were unfounded. <laughs> um, but for the record, at the time, I did think my... <laughs> That dessert, the date, what was it? Uh, what oh, was the it? date sponge cake. The date so sponge good. cake oh. was like the best part of the meal. So uh, I naturally, naturally just behaved the way a beast would. Mm-hmm. And He uh, does this often with our, we're not going to get into this. I wouldn't say that's true. All right, we'll see. This is only episode <laughs> three. This is only episode three. I was very fair with the churros from he Victor's was Cafe. Very fair with the churros. Uh, uh, we split that up evenly. We split up our cheesecake evenly. Yeah. I thought it was all right. We had got this cheese uh, Snickers cheesecake. It was very good. Uh, Alicia's a big fan of Snickers, and she's a big fan of cheesecake. Yeah, um, I thought it was like he thought it was a win-win. I thought it was all right. Uh, I like Snickers as well. I like cheesecake as well. I'm not sure if I'd like that combination again in the future. Uh, it was I think surprising. I'd enjoy them separately. I don't know. It's very interesting sometimes where you find joy in your uh, uh, candy variations. Like, I love me a Snickers ice cream. In yeah. fact, it's so hot right now, I could use a Snickers ice cream right now. Yeah, come on, Snickers. But um, the, 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 the Snickers cheesecake was all right. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think next time I might grab something else. There that will, apple crumble. There, there will be a next time, by the way, because here's the thing. Alicia enjoyed her meal. Yeah. Alicia enjoyed her previous visit. Yeah. I think where I went wrong was I, I, I went a little too far with the being adventurous. I should have went with something I, I knew, something that I know I enjoyed. But I was after the gator after the gator bites. I was like, "Oh, let's try, uh, let's try something else. Let's keep this this adventure ball rolling." Yeah, and uh, I hit a whammy. Oh, and, he uh, hit a whammy. Yeah. So, uh, dun 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 Oh yeah. So, um, I I want to keep my lucky streak rolling. I think I've done pretty well. With the ordering, I was pretty adventurous. Um, as I said, the Gator Bites was my idea. Muy proud of myself. <laughs> no complaints from me there. Feeling fancy. Um, the Snickers cheesecake was a win for me. I like Snickers. I like cheesecake. It was a surprise. Actually, how much like a Snickers it tasted. I was surprised by that. Like the cheesecake, first of all, it was a cheesecake that had, I think, just sort of peanuts sprinkled over the top they didn't seem to be throughout the cake layer um it was a regular cheesecake it had a thin chocolate layer right on top it was covered in caramel and drizzled with like a few crushed peanuts so it was like a snickers inspired cheesecake they didn't like take pieces of snicker and put it in the cake which is kind of what i was hoping for but (laughs) It wasn't that, but it was very good, and it did taste Snicker-like, so I approval no disagreement from there. this beast. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give it the thumbs up. Yeah. I'll give it the thumbs up because I did enjoy it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to uh, uh, 
I'm not gonna shit on it. Like it was, it was a good cheesecake. Yeah. I think I just, I, I prefer a more fruity cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake, pineapple cheesecake, lemon, lemon cheesecake. Yeah. Um. So it's, it wasn't a loss for me, but I prefer something a little on the sweet side. Yeah. Um. I I I would have to agree. I thought that it was a very interesting experiment, but candy-based desserts aren't usually my forte. True, true. And when, and when you want to go to a restaurant, you want to get something that you... I feel like... And you've probably said this on a previous episode, but I can't recall. I know we've said it together just in conversation. You want to get something that you can't just make in your home. Yeah. And you can't just grab a Snicker cheesecake and Dwayne Reed. You can't. So. And I can't make that. So, so it, it was just something that it, it fit the criteria of something we just want to have and try out. And it fit our adventuresome spirit of yeah. the day. Yeah, to adventure. To adventure. <laughs> yes, um, yes. And that joke, in case you're on the outside of that, we will later in the year around Comic-Con time be cosplaying as Mermista and Seahawk. And yes. so that was um, just a brief aside from our Seahawk, who is uh, about adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, since we're on this topic, not that an apology is necessary. What? But that's also part of the reason why we went to a restaurant uh, that was by Hell's Kitchen, uh, because we wanted to get something that wasn't too far from the Jacob uh, Jacob Javits Center. Um, This wasn't in Hell's Kitchen. No, 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 no. I mean, last week that's happened. So I'm very happy that we uh, went to Queens for this one. Uh, We were in Bayside. Yeah. Bayside has gems, too. Yeah, yeah, that 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 whole strip that we were on, there was a couple of restaurants that were, you know, they were piquing the interest. Yeah, we have to go back. But um, I, but I was an occasion move. Yeah, and we're definitely gonna come back here because there were uh, drinks that I wanted to try. Yes, you know. we didn't get any drinks this time. No, they oh. they had the hurricane, which of course is a staple of New Orleans. There's, uh, they had a, a the, cider. There was a cider sangria. Yes. The an- angry orchard sangria that I was, I was curious about. Yes. I was um interested in like the midnight kiss, midnight I think it was kiss. called. What was in that? Um it was very chocolate. Bailey's, um, Irish cream, some chocolates. Uh wasn't there Kahlua in there too? Kahlua. It was like all of the cream liquors. Bailey's oh, Kahlua. It was probably gonna be so good. And it has like, like a chocolate rim. <laughs> Um, yeah. and then there was another one I was interested in called like Billy's secret or Bobby's secret, Bob's secret. And they won't tell you what's in it. It's like, shh, it's his secret. And that just really piqued my interest. And I wanted to try that. If you liked this episode of Belly and the Beast, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and follow us on our various platforms. You can leave us a voice note by going to anchor.fm slash belly of the beast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram as at belly of Bob. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook as belly of the beast. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Lewis or Brandon L U I S O R B R A N D O N. Uh, and let me know what you thought of the episode. Let me know what you eat with your wine. What, uh, yes. oh. <laughs> what do you snack on? And please, 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 bonus question. Tell us what is the most adventurous food you've ever had in anywhere. What is the most adventurous food you've ever had? Um, quickly before we go, I think the most adventurous food I've ever had is actually the alligator bites we got today. 
I'm not hugely adventurous. What would you say your most adventurous food is, love? Uh, I think when we went to the, there was a, like a food market we went to by uh, 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 the Museum of Science. Yeah. And there was, I, th- I think there was a shark sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might have been, that might have been it. I don't know. It wasn't. And I brought this up because this was a trap, ladies and gentlemen. My boyfriend has fallen into it. The most adventuresome food he has ever had. We went to the world's, um, the world techno, the technology fair nano. And the people were giving out samples of a protein supplement made of ground up crickets. And this man that I am in love with ate that supplement of ground up crickets. And then he wanted to kiss me later, ladies and gentlemen. This is the man I'm in love with. He ate ground up crickets and it wasn't important. He didn't even remember those ground up crickets. And I was traumatized. So then it, so it sounds like that was more of an adventure for you. <laughs> Because I didn't remember that. I think it was. You know, I was deeply traumatized by those crickets. Yes, I, I think dating someone who ball. eats crickets. Yeah, I, I would absolutely uh, eat them again. Even I, I do don't it again. You um, villain. <laughs> and I think, I think you are mistaken, uh, and, and maybe I'm mistaken too. I think one of the most adventurous things that I ever had wasn't even intended to be an adventure. Oh. But at that same festival that I had, I guess, the shark sandwich or whatever it was that I got there, there was also this uh, dessert pastry thing that was like a ring. A bracelet, the churro yeah. bracelet. And I put the churro bracelet. It wasn't intended to be a bracelet, but I <laughs> put it on my arm. Yes. And so that's what made it an adventure. Washing off all the stickiness. Just gnawing at your wrist for the evening. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, would not do that again. I'd eat it again, <laughs> but perhaps wearing my food was not the best of judgment. So still adventure. Adventure. So write in, tell us about your food adventures. And so I think with that, it is my turn to say you have survived the belly of the beast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hold <laughs> on. Before before we sign off, let's send them uh, the address. Uh, yes. So um Bourbon Street Bar and Grill is located at 40-12 Bell Boulevard, Bayside, New York, 11361, and once again is a Cajun restaurant. And until next time, we will be here. I'm Lewis. I'm Alicia. And we're in the Belly of the Beast.